0: start the show, let's catch up with Mike and Joe, Mike's in Oakland, Joe's in LA, there's nothing left to say, there's nothing left to say, as a ghost, I must advise, don't look in Mike Lawson's eyes, candlesticks and guillotines, that's how he Is and run away. Up
1: with Mike and Joe. Now
0: it's time to start the show. Hey, Joey. Hello, Mike Lawson. And hello to everyone listening. My name is Mike, that's Joe. I live in the San Francisco Bay Area. I'm about to tell you a story about throwing headless corpses into the bay. That's Joe. <laughs> <laughs> about to tell you about some tweak romance. We've yeah. been friends for over 15 years, and every single week we call one another and we catch up, right, yes, Joey?
1: Yes, we do, Mike Lawson. Yes, we do. That is what we do every single week without fail. We never miss a week.
0: <laughs> well, hey, um, it's nice to hear from you. And I'm quite a succ-
1: well quite the successful show we have in the chat room. Heather T heard us talking and said,
0: What show is this? <laughs> 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 we're clear, we're clearly on the path to stardom. <laughs> Wait, I should it? let everyone know we are recording live because it's Monday morning at 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. So uh, if you want to catch up with us live, listen live, go to Mixler.com slash Drag Race Recap. That's M-I-X-L-R dot mm-hmm. com slash Drag Race Recap. Listen live after the episode. We'll stick around and serve some after breakfast tea, sure which is a little bit of uh, some stories from our lives that we're not going to record and have a permanent record of. Uh, what's up with you, Joey? Tell me everything. Okay, I really want your opinion on this, actually, because I want I want you to know I
1: want I really want to know if I have a right to. I have I've I literally told no one this story. Like sometimes I, I workshop stories, I have not workshopped this story at all, and I want to get okay. your opinion. Okay. <clears throat> so every week it's been uh, we we took a break in the holidays for a, for a few months though. Every Wednesday, um, my brother and I get together. Uh, I get together with his family, and we have dinner. Now, the genesis of this is that I I like to cook, but I don't really get an opportunity to cook that much. You might think, "Well, why don't you cook for your parents? But as I've discussed many times before, my parents are very precious people, and they (laughs) each have their own little food sensitivities, okay? Yeah. Let me ask you a a, a tangent here, if if you will. Let me uh, indulge me here. I was out one day and I called him. I said, It was like around lunchtime. I said, I'm coming home. but you guys want anything for lunch? And they go, well, Where are you going to go? I said, I was thinking about going to Brea's Best. I'm like, mm, we had burgers yesterday. And okay. I'm like, Okay, I'll go to Pepe's, which is this Mexican drive thru place. Oh, Pepe's is great. Okay, Joey, I want, I don't remember what my mom wanted, right? She wanted something. And then she goes, And your father wants, now here's the question. Now, here's, I'm telling you my Lawson, and here's the, what she said. He wants an all meat burrito, carnitas, all meat burrito, very light on the beans, which makes no sense because it's all meat, but okay. Yeah. Right. But maybe they put, they just mean they don't put rice. Okay. I go to the drive thru. The guy's like, I'll take your order. And I look on the menu and they have an all meat burrito, which is literally what it is it's all meat. Yeah. Then they have a combo burrito that's
0: meat with beans or rice. He doesn't want that. He wants the all-meat burrito with light beans. So that's what I would tell the speaker. I go all-meat okay. burrito with carnitas. Yeah. Okay. Light beans. Didn't say the light beans didn't part. I didn't say the light beans part. Oh, you should
1: have. Okay. We get home, you would have thought I gave my dad a bowl of vomit. Poison. Yeah, poison. What is... There's no beans. I can't eat this. There's no beans in this. Which, by the way, <laughs> I ordered... I ordered a bean and cheese burrito. I said, would I give you plenty of beans? I go, I'll have some of my beans. I don't care. Yeah. Uh-huh. No, no. The point is, I'm all no, here's the dilemma. There's an all-meat burrito and a combo burrito. I'm there in the – it's in the moment. It's not like I knew the menu, right? Yeah. I would have asked that question had I known. Now I know in the future. So I went with the all-meat. My brother agreed with me on this. He goes, I would have gone with the all-meat. I went, I know. So anyway, <clears throat> just so you know what I'm dealing with.
0: I feel like your parents are very similar to mine. So I'm going to guess that they're also the types that – the type of folks that are like, I hate hummus. And I was like, oh, when's the last time you had hummus? And they're like, I've never had it. I'm like, mm, Yeah, hmm Try exactly. it. hmm Exactly. And then decide if you hate it. No. You're, you are
1: completely 100% correct. Okay? So so then – so and, and the genesis – I don't get to cook, and I wanted to cook healthy meals, right? Yeah. So that's how it started. I would start with like, you know, some sort of like, not necessarily like health, not don't think health, health, like not, not like, you know, uh, I wasn't having anything like it wasn't like a Weight Watchers meal, but just not heavy, you know, and <clears throat> yeah. vegetables, you know, and, you know, maybe brown rice instead of white rice. OK, <clears throat> so uh, then so my parents watched the girls on Wednesdays. Okay, the same day as the dinner. So, now for a while, they couldn't stay for dinner because they had to go to these Bible studies or whatever, okay? But then that ended, and my sister-in-law, you know, said, well, you're welcome to join us for dinner. Well, that started it all. It became they take over, right? Because one of the the things is, and my my brother has made this very clear, my youngest niece, Lucy, who's like seven— she, I wouldn't say she's a picky eater, right? But she's just some of the things I'm making, she's just not into. My brother made it very yeah. clear to me. He, he and his wife made it very clear to me, don't set the menu on Lucy. If she eats, great. If she right. doesn't, we'll make her a quesadilla. She will she's, make, seven. Yeah. she's seven. She's we'll seven. De- we'll deal, right? Yeah. Well, the first day my parents joined us, I made these like, um, like chicken fingers, like these Parmesan chicken fingers, right, with some vegetables and stuff like that. And everybody was happy. Even Lucy ate it, right? And then the next week, I don't remember what I made, but Lucy didn't want it. Okay. My mom was like, "Oh my god, should I should I go get something to eat? I, I? don't I don't know what to do. I mean, she's not eating. She's not going to eat." My brother's like, "She's fine." Danielle make her a quesadilla. I don't I don't like this. She's not eating. My dad was just very upset, and she's like, "And he's like, by the way, Lucy's just eating a quesadilla." They're freaking out, right? Yeah, yeah. So then it became this thing that um every week it'd be like what are you making for the dinner but well first of all i love that some, there was one event where my parents had to uh go somewhere on wednesday night they're like well we have to cancel the dinner but your, your father and i can't go and i was like no they, they still haven't gotten it through their heads that they're essentially guests at yeah. a thing that my brother and i, I
0: you should note this episode number and send it to Lucy in a couple years when she starts seeing a therapist about her eating disorder too. <laughs>
1: I know, seriously. Like, <laughs> no, this I, actually, is the root of it. I do love that Lucy's actually very. Uh, her personality is already set, and she's just very like she thinks my mom's crazy, right? Okay. Like we went to sushi <laughs> one time, and she was sitting next to my mom, like literally next to my mom, and my mom kept trying to order for her. I mean, she, Lucy looked at me; she's seven, and just rolled her eyes, <laughs> 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 like. I was like mom. She's fine. She can order for herself. So anyway, um, so Lucy gets it. anyway. So uh, last Wednesday, okay, last Wednesday was the first one since the holidays, okay, because we took a break for the holidays. And um, my they asked me like, what are you making, uh, for the dinner? And I said, oh gosh, what was the original thing I was going to make? It was like this. Uh, oh, a jambalaya. I was going to make a jambalaya. Okay. And my dad's like, what about Lucy? And I'm like, Mike has made it very clear that we're not going to, don't make the menu for Lucy. I think that's, that, I think that's very mean. Y'all not thinking about Lucy. You know, what about her? No one thinks about her. Well, here's the thing, Mike Lawson. And my brother and I have talked about this. My dad couldn't give two shits about Lucy. He knows that Lucy to eat a quesadilla. But my dad has the same food taste as a seven-year-old girl. Okay, so he's actually thinking about him, but he doesn't like that we say that he's picky. So he's overly concerned with Lucy. He goes, I think you should just make the chicken fingers. Everybody likes that. You know? Yeah. I'm like, I'm not going to have chicken fingers every week. Danielle and Mike have made it very clear. I thought they, they don't care about her. They don't care. No one cares about Lucy, meaning no one cares about him. Okay. Right. So then I go, but then my mom wisely points out that jambalaya has shrimp and my sister in law is very allergic to shellfish. I go, oh, you know what? That's that's good. I go, I'll go back to the drawing board. We leave it at that. Cool. Now it's time for my parents to go pick up the girls and they leave. Okay. And meanwhile, I decided on, now I learned this, but I just learned this last week. I found this really good recipe for American chop suey. Okay. And I'm going to tell you the basic ingredients because it's important to this story, okay? American chop suey is essentially just, it's not really Asian at all. It's its lasagna, really, but with macaroni. It's like tomato sauce, ground beef, um, macaroni, and uh, mozzarella cheese and Parmesan cheese, okay? In this recipe that I have at least, okay? So okay. I go, so my mom calls and she's, no, oh, no, no, I'm sorry. My mom overheard me telling my sister-in-law that I was making this chop suey dish. I also told my sister-in-law what was in it, but my mom didn't hear that part. She heard chop suey. Okay. She goes to pick up the girls. She calls me and she says, Joey, I just walked by this Chinese food place. I was thinking about getting Lucy some egg rolls and orange chicken because she likes that. And I was like, all right. was like, okay. Knock yourself out, right? Yeah. This is not a fight I'm about to have. <laughs> yeah, if you want to do that, go ahead. Who gives a shit, right? Okay, yeah. fine. But meanwhile, I'm thinking Lucy might have it, but whatever. Who cares, right?
0: Not my kid. <laughs> yeah, not my kid.
1: Get Lucy that whatever. Meanwhile, I bust my ass. I work like an hour and a half to make this dish, right? Because you have to the pasta, and you have to ground the beef, and you have to do the this, and the tomatoes, and it's all from scratch, and got yada, yada, right? And it's beautiful. My, I should have taken a picture. It was a fucking gorgeous dish. It was beautiful to look at. It was a, it was just a beautiful piece of American uh, casserole wonder, okay? Okay. You could have put it in a photo. And I'm so proud of this dish, and I carry it to my car, and I drive to my brother's house right on time, by the way. I promise to be there at 530. I'm there at 530 on the nose. I walk in, and the girls are like, Uncle Joey! And everyone's super happy to see me. And my mom's like, oh, that looks amazing. She goes, what is it? And I go, Stop. she goes like, oh, that doesn't look Asian. And I go, no, it's like this Italian. And I look. Mike Lawson. My mom has bought enough Chinese food for 20 people.
0: Like, she literally. She Lucy a geisha costume. She's gone all yeah, out on yeah. it. There's literally <laughs> an
1: entire... Like platter, platter, Mike Lawson, of orange chicken. There's like 20 egg rolls. Okay. There's a whole She's wasting
0: your inheritance right now. (laughs) I I know.
1: There's like a (laughs) giant bowl of fried rice. Okay. Uh The parade from Mulan at Disneyland comes through the house. (laughs) Like it's a whole thing. And I got okay, well, first of all, I'm gonna tell you I got really angry. Did I have a right to get
0: angry? Well, did you have a right to get angry? That's a weird question. Okay, let me ask. Let me rephrase um, the question. Was it in a? Was
1: it out of? Was it was
0: it, was it, was it out of place? I think to get it was angry? a waste of your time. Let me put energy to mm-hmm. get angry, mm-hmm. and I think you agree get with angry. me on that. No, you I, don't. I one hundred percent. What's don't. this? What's the fight gonna solve? She's not gonna do it next time. No, I didn't huh. get a fight. I didn't get a fight. I was just
1: clearly very upset. I was just like, what is this? And she goes, well, I thought you were making chop suey. And so I just thought there wasn't going to be enough food because it was just um, like vegetables. That's the key word there, by the way. I thought it was yeah. just vegetables and, and that th- there wouldn't be enough food. And so I said, oh, well, if he's just making a vegetable side dish, I'll buy all the main f- courses to help you. And I was like, why would I show up? I, by the way, I've never done this. OK, in yeah. fact, if yeah. anything, like I told you, it started off healthy. If anything, the dishes have gotten very heavy and unhealthy because I have to think of what my dad will actually eat. OK, right. And what will make everybody happy. So um, I'm like, when have I ever shown up with that? When have I ever said, like, you know, what? I'm just going to make a, a vegetable side. And yeah. by the way, but she said the key word vegetable. My dad heard vegetable and he freaked the fuck out and was like there's not going to be any food for me and who's thinking about Lucy there's not going to be any food for me right yeah, yeah and yeah, so yeah, then yeah. they went and bought a whole fucking panda i'm not going to even say express it's the goddamn uh uh panda like uh freight train okay <laughs> is there in the house like literally mike Lawson, you could have had a party there's only six of us there right seven Tons of leftovers seven Six with people, like I'm always considering Lucy not eating. Six people eating and Lucy eating her own
0: thing, right? Yeah. So, So as an outsider, can I? Yeah, go ahead. So, your anger is real. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I acknowledge that. And, you know, people in the chat are saying they'd be angry too. So, Mm -hmm. there's something real there. But, like, her intentions are not awful, Joey. Like, she wants to add to the day. She wants the night to be, she doesn't want anyone to go without. She's buying extra. She knows mm-hmm. it's extra. Mm-hmm. Did she eat your um, chop oh, suey? Oh,
1: oh, no. No, she did not. I'll tell you why. She served herself a, a plate of it. But then I was, okay, I was just being quiet, right? Because here's the deal. The thing with the chop suey, it's a casserole. It reheats very well, right? Okay. okay. So I started eating the Chinese food. And she says, because the Chinese food, you just doesn't eat, reheat as well. You, how do you reheat an egg yeah. roll? You know? Right. Yeah. So, I mean, the Chinese food, very glum. Clearly, I'm upset. And she goes, Why aren't you eating the chop suey? I go, I'm just eating the Chinese food. And she goes, But why aren't you eating the top suey, Joey? It's good. Why aren't you eating the top suey? Because I go, blah, 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 blah. I just say the Chinese food. And my dad goes, That's it. We're leaving. Oh, we're shit. out of here. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then my, my brother goes, Dad, just come down. And my dad just grabs his iPad and he storms out. And he goes, Betty, come on. We're going. And my mom just leaves the plate there. Right. Over the food, over the food, and then <laughs> my dad's like, "I'm not gonna make a scene in front of the girls," and then storms out. My Ooh, my brother's like, "What? You just you literally just made a scene, yeah, in front of the girls." Meanwhile, the girls are just like, "Grandma and Grandpa are crazy," you know, right. like, and then we just had a fine time. See <laughs> you next week, guys. <laughs> yeah, ex- exactly. Here, so the next day, my brother goes, "Hey, I'm in the area. I was gonna cruise by," and I go, "Yeah, come on by." And he goes, "How're Mom and Dad?" I go. Well, Mike, we're officially white, and he goes, "Why?" He goes,
0: Why?
1: "They're pretending like nothing happened." Oh, <laughs> they're pretending like that. It's never come up again. No one's ever brought it up. The next day, we're just like, <laughs> like just like in a, they've been in a fine mood. Just no one ever talks about it or brings it up ever again that ever happened.
0: That's weird. I I mean, my family doesn't have. I can't imagine any time where someone was like i'm leaving but there have been like moments where somebody and literally all of us have been the person who has done it has thrown kind of like a fit Mm -hmm. and you know kind of been angry about something Mm -hmm. different than what they're like yelling about if Mm -hmm. that makes sense yeah and so i feel like your dad stormed out not because you were eating chinese food like it's deeper than that right no, cause, like he,
1: because I was insulting him. I was, because he was like, no one, his thing is, nobody cares about, here's the deal, and I think I've talked about this before. My dad had kind of, I'm kind of whispering here, my dad had kind of a sad childhood, okay? I don't know if I've ever yeah. talked about this, but where, like, when my grandma was married, okay, to my to my dad's dad, okay, and then they were here in the United States, my, my my grandma's an American citizen, but my um obviously my biological grandfather was not. And my grandma found out that he was married to another woman in Mexico. Okay? Mm-hmm. So she kicked his ass out, all right? Sent him yeah. packing. Well, two years later, she meets my grandfather, right? And she marries him, okay? And my grandfather wanted to adopt my dad. But my mom was like, my grandma's right. My grandma was like, no, this is very Mexican, by the way. And so she gave my dad to her, to her mother, to my great-grandmother, who raised my dad. But me, what she did was she bought a piece of property in East L.A., okay? And there was a front house and a back house. And my dad and my great-grandmother lived in the front house. And my grandma started a family in the back house. Got you, yeah. Okay? Did he call his mother, mother? Oh yeah, he calls her mother. He had a weird relationship with her. Okay, right? but yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. the it point is, weird. what's funny is, I have, my 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 dad has a cousin who's told me and my dad these stories about how my dad was like a, because I guess my great grandmother indulged him because she felt sorry for him, so she was like, oh, your father was such a, a nightmare when he was a kid, and he used to like um only eat breakfast if you could eat it on top of the refrigerator right and my dad will be like that's <laughs> not true she's lying she's making that up it's just a made up story but i'm gonna tell you something over the years i believe the story more and more yeah
0: yeah yeah, yeah. like and like maybe it wasn't like oh every day he had to do that but like Maybe for a month when he was six or something that would yeah. happen. Yeah, or it happened Do you know what one I mean? like time. The, the truth is in the the yeah. middle of both yeah, of their yeah, stories. Yeah.
1: It happened probably one time when he was like four or something like that. And that's become that's what he always did. You know, the other thing though is too, if you think about it, my brother's his way too, even though he's not like my dad, he's more independent. But my dad went from being coddled by my great great my great grandmother. Yeah,
0: to, to having Betty.
1: To having well, first he went to the army. So then the military okay. was uh-huh. his, his grandma, and then he came out, and then Betty immediately, like immediately,
0: yeah. uh, they started dating. And,
1: yeah, it, it, it went. From, I think that
0: yeah, your dad's kind of journey is not a, like an atypical journey for a man his age, though, mm-hmm. right? Like that's yeah. kind of a thing that generationally mm-hmm. happened a lot.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, but I'm just saying he like if if he he has very very childlike food tastes, and it's gotten worse and worse as he's gotten older, you know, yeah. and so I think. You know, his big fear is there won't be any
0: food that he likes for him. You know, meanwhile, as my, if he's my, never going to eat again. My dad has a, you know, our parents are very similar, I've said. But I feel like my dad in this situation is is like almost like fiercely independent. Mm-hmm. So he would just show up with like a bento box with his lunch in it. <laughs> and he'll be like, well, I don't eat what you guys are eating. So I'm just doing this thing on my own. Yeah. And like the drama for us would be like, "Ugh." Dad, like we would cook something different no, if you would no. just communicate with no, us. But I like... would love that. I would love that if he did that. But let me tell you this. One time we went
1: to my brother's in laws' house for a Thanksgiving, and he mm-hmm. doesn't like the, the <laughs> my brother's <laughs> mother's in laws' mother in laws' <laughs> cooking. And yeah. she had turkey, but he's
0: polite about it to
1: her, right? He's uh, a polite <laughs> to the in laws. <laughs> uh, she had like this turkey and the stuffing and the potatoes. You know what he ate?
0: What brownies and grapes. <laughs> He didn't did he like serve himself a plate and like push it around at least? So- no, a plate of brownies and grapes. Oh, Joe Sr. <laughs> yes.
1: So that's why. So like when my when my brother stormed out, my brother and I were unfaithful When my dad I'm sorry, when my dad stormed out, my brother and I were unfaithful, My brother's like my brother like, bye. He right. goes, Hap- Happy family dinner.
0: My yeah, brother in was- a way, like <clears throat> might help me enjoy this a little bit better.
1: <laughs> well my brother said after they left he's all like they don't understand that this was that he wasn't being mean he was making the point like that they're essentially like i was in that they're essentially guests like the right the food like like you're welcome to stay but the point of this was for you to cook and be healthier meals and he was point like right. we can't just be like shepherd's pie every week
0: i think that's why family drama though is is a thing because mm-hmm. if they were really guests if you were at some stranger's house wouldn't this have played out differently like your mom would have asked more questions of the host yes if it was not her son Mm -hmm. your mom would have you know understood that this was a goulash and not actually chop suey so Mm -hmm. she would have bought something different you know like the whole situation would have played out different also he wouldn't have stormed out if it was Mm -hmm. just like some random stranger's house he would have sat politely and ate brownie and grapes right
1: well, no. What she would have done? No, what she's what she would have done because this was the this, this, if she would have actually stuck with her original idea, it actually would have been perfect. Her original idea was well, a little Caesars down the street for my brother, <laughs> and she uh-huh. was going to pick up a five dollar pizza, like a five dollar cheese pizza for "quote unquote" Lucy, right? Yeah. Meanwhile, I've seen this. Joe Senior will be also eating cheese pizza, and nobody course, cares, yeah. you know. But right. um. But uh, I also want to make a correction here. In the article, I I read a, the, I got the chop suey uh, recipe from a nerdy food place. Yeah. And they mentioned there that this dish has different names regionally. Chop suey, there's another part of the, town, uh, the country calls it Johnny Marzetti. Some people call it goulash. Some people call it, they have different names for it. So, yeah. It's essentially a chili mac, <laughs> essentially what it is. You know? But, uh, uh, yeah. Anyway, what's going on with you, Mike Lawson?
0: What is going on with me, Joey? Nothing. A lot of nothing for starters. Yeah. Um, I did want to tell you there was this um when I was back in Phoenix this last uh holiday for Christmas, I was there and my parents are aging and I'm sure you could kind of understand this. Like mm-hmm. they when well when I visit, my mom really wants to like entertain me because I am kind of a guest. Mm-hmm. Um going back to what you were saying, like you know, we're still family. So it's not like she has to like show me where everything is in the bathroom or anything. Mm -hmm. Like I, I get, I understand what's going on and we still kind of argue and all of that. Mm -hmm. But I am, a guess my mom feels, I think this need to kind of like make sure I'm having a good time when I'm there for one week out of the year. Yeah. And as she's getting older and older, that's getting harder and harder for her. And Mm -hmm. like, really she's retired by the way Mm -hmm. um and she does almost nothing all day she walks the dog once or twice a day and that's Mm -hmm. like her physical fitness and she just does a lot of nothing um so i kind of had some days where we had nothing planned and i was very happy for that to be the case because i kind of felt that this is like almost like a vacation, like disconnect. Mm-hmm. You know, it's real quiet out there. You could see stars. It, there's a lot of good things about their house. Being around mom feels good.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: we eat a lot. I don't know. There was, it was just going to be a, a good time. So one activity that she likes to do is go to thrift stores. Okay. So on this one random morning, we drove to this bizarre uh, kind of like strip mall that had this cafe in it. Mm -hmm. we had a breakfast Mm -hmm. and then in the in the strip mall there's this thrift store with a big sign but what's weird about it is it's kind of like a a strip mall in the middle of nowhere and there were three or four storefronts that all had the same like organization logo on it Mm -hmm. and the thrift store name Mm -hmm. on it so we walk into one of them not really sure which one is the thrift store because they're like clearly not connected to it's like different storefronts with like walls between them right Mm -hmm. so we walk into one and it's staffed by um folks with developmental disabilities mostly like um down syndrome Mm -hmm. i believe but not all and it's just you know three kids sitting in there and they Mm -hmm. kind of talk to us a little bit yeah and a woman walks out of the back and she's like oh hi we're a nonprofit, Mm -hmm. and we have these like different storefronts they're all owned by us but each kind of like area is staffed differently so visit next door too they have more clothes visit the one next to it they have more furniture right Mm -hmm. so my mom and I are kind of like shopping around and I should also tell you that as we're going through we go to the next store we go to the next one Mm -hmm. we eventually get to one where we're like we go inside and we start opening up um these like large file cabinets that are all filled with board games mm-hmm. and puzzles. Mm-hmm. And my mom is like very vocal about the the quality of the games. And she's like, this'll be missing pieces. <laughs> this one's really dunky, uh-huh. whatever, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And all of a sudden we kind of like walk a little bit deeper into the the uh store and there's like a big table that was kind of like hard to see from the front mm-hmm. and there's like 15 kids sitting around it mm-hmm. all of them with developmental disabilities mm-hmm. and a woman standing at a whiteboard turns to us and she's like um this is our classroom <laughs> <laughs> so they had <clears throat> i mean there was no way that they couldn't hear us it was mm-hmm. like not even a wall it was just like right around the corner my mom's like this puzzle looks nice, but I'll bet you it's missing pieces. Look at this. Yeah. Or just like digging through their card games. And we were like being really vocal about oh, it. No. But we didn't know they were all just sitting there doing work. <laughs> oh, my God. But anyway. Were you embarrassed? A little bit. But then we yeah. walk out. But I should tell you, I got a, a shirt there. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom is like, we drove to like one thrift store that was so far away and she was like it's dollar days it's so worth it and when we get there it's like items that are a dollar 50 are now a dollar
1: <laughs> and it's junk we, we just drove 30 miles for this yeah. and it's junk joey yes i know I, my brother my brother and his
0: sister always go to thrift store shopping and it's like a dollar 50 for this water bottle with a logo from you know some random event yeah, it's like, it's like, like old Burger King Kaiser logo. permanente yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and You're I'm right, like permanent. Uh, I don't want this mm-hmm. for a dollar fifty. Even if it's a dollar, I don't want mm-hmm. it. But my mom's very pushy in these situations, and she can't pass up a deal. Mm-hmm. And there was this one shirt that I like. I seriously just touched it, and my mom's like, "Get it, get it, get it. You mm-hmm. should get it. You should get this. Get this." And I'm like, "Oh, I don't want it. I just was kind of trying to read it, and it turned out to only be fifty cents." Okay. <laughs> And it was and it's a white shirt with like black writing on it. I'm like, Mm -hmm. you know what? 50 cents. If I don't love it, it's an undershirt. Mm -hmm. You know, fifty cents is worth it. So I get it. By the way, the people in front of me online were um like a older couple, which is perfect for this situation, like kind of our parents' age. Mm -hmm. And I guess there's some sort of like Wednesday discount that they get, but it was Thursday. Mm Mm-hmm. And they were having a full-on argument with the cashier saying that it was certainly Wednesday. And I'm like, no, it's Thursday, guys. Like, ha, 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 ha. Week after Christmas. It's hard to remember what day it is. Like, trying to make it lighthearted. And nope. They had to pull out their phones and have a full-on discussion to prove that it was actually Wednesday. And when they figured out it was Thursday, they were, like, angry at the cashier and me. As if we made some sort of mistake.
1: (laughs) But, well, I don't see why it's the big deal. We came all the way out here. She just—I mean, like we—we we thought it was Wednesday. Yeah, that's kind of the attitude.
0: Yeah. So they got their—they got their stuff. I get but meanwhile, my. Meanwhile, hold on, hold on,
1: hold on. Meanwhile, if I worked at this place, I'd be like, okay, fine. It's a fucking whatever. Yeah. Is it the, you want to buy? But I don't know, like a half
0: broken candle holder. Could, okay, huh? I wonder if they could give them that. Like, what if their computer doesn't allow it? Oh, okay. Also, I just feel like mm, fuck you. <laughs> it's Thursday. Yeah. Like it's not we It's Thursday, guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's another Wednesday coming up. You just have to wait six days. <laughs>
1: yeah, I think at a certain point you go around ra- you go over the bend, you go around the bend, yeah. and then you're like, I so care I care so little, I'm gonna fight with them that it's Thursday. Yeah. Like I don't and even care. I don't even care that you're right or wrong.
0: You're you're right. I also think that like who <sighs> You, oops! You're just six days early. You're not one day late. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like this happens every Thursday. Come back. Mm-hmm. Come back. That's all you have to do. But I get this shirt. Um, don't tell my mom. But I actually loved it. Um, loved past. Too late. Tense. I told her. And, oh, what happened? Well, I wore it to work um, the other day, and it dissolved. Worse. <gasps> I'm wearing it, and one of my coworkers was like, "Oh, what does this thing on your shirt mean?" And I was like, "I don't know." Here's a story about a thrift store. Yeah, gone for fifty cents. People in front of me angry. It was Wednesday. You Mm -hmm. know, basically testing out the story I'm going to tell Joe in a couple days. Yeah, and she's like, "What does it mean?" And I was like, "What does what mean?" And she's like, "The words." And I'm like, "Oh, I didn't even like think about the text." Mm -hmm. So we Google it on the shirt. It says Ryan Beatty. Uh huh. Um, Do you know who that is? (laughs) Ryan Beatty. No, who is that? So it turns out that he's like a. Well, you guys are, people are, can Google it. He's like a a child star who, I guess, I don't think he had a YouTube, but he kind of has a, he's an American singer. Okay. Um, he's young. He's like Tiger Beat. Um, you suddenly hear pop- me Furiously typing. I'm like, what's his name? <laughs> <laughs> he, so the he was popular in like 2012, so mm-hmm. he's. I feel like his prime has kind of, yeah, um, his uh, popularity has waned, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. But who knows? Maybe we'll yeah. get it back. But basically, he had like one song or two songs. Mm-hmm. But he's this like cute young kid, yeah. Who I don't know. I just feel so he uncomfortable. Looks like the, wearing he looks the like shirt. the
1: way you would have thought Haley Joel Osment would have grown up,
0: but didn't. Yeah. Oh no, did not at all. <laughs> Um, I guess he's one I mean, there's one song that like was sort of popular. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Well,
1: now it's on my Google image search, so
0: there you go. There but you, go. you see why it's kind of embarrassing to be yeah. walking around proudly wearing this shirt, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> now that you've Googled him. Yeah. So I kind of was like uncomfortable a little bit. Wait, is he gay? Is he? I just I just saw something on Wikipedia that's like LGBT singers. He's categorized as a gay musician on Wikipedia.
1: Let me see. I'm I'm going to put put him in Wikipedia.
0: I mean, he looks gay. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, but what, like, 16-year-old pop singer boy doesn't he's 23 years old. Yeah, but, like, the pictures you're finding of him are when he was popular. Beatty
1: came out as gay in June 2016
0: at the age of 20. Oh, good for him. Three weeks after the 2016 Orlando nightclub shooting. Oh, my God, I'm, I am I want to wear his shirt every day now, actually. Okay. <laughs> uh, he <put> it in- <laughs> that actually <laughs> changes the story in real time. That changes the story from, I was kind of embarrassed. Huh? It's a little embarrassing, but I'm also really proud to support him. He's proud to be a raging <laughs> homosexual. It's taken 20 years of suffocating in the closet for me to become comfortable
1: enough to say it, but now I can finally breathe. I did it. Also, some dude's wearing my shirt in San Francisco. <laughs>
0: I actually feel a lot better about wearing his shirt now that I know this, Joey. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> his coming out isn't mentioned in his Wikipedia at all. So I thought we were it. I just looked at it in his workipedi- Wikipedia. On him coming out? Yes. It's under personal life. That's where I just read it from. Personal life. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do actually see it. <laughs> 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 uh, so, anyway, I've got a Ryan Beattie shirt. Um, mm-hmm. If anybody, you know, sees me in it, give me mm-hmm. a compliment because I'm really insecure about it. <laughs> uh, what do you got? Going well, it's the news. But,
1: uh, uh, is there any uh, yeah, other stories? stories? Yeah, I have a news story to talk to you about. Oh, um, news, yeah. Yeah, that's right. It's time for the news. Let me get this story up. So, do you know who Ed Buck is? Now, here's the a, here's a deal. I've actually told this story before on Catching Up. There's a news story that's resurfaced. Okay. But uh, this is – unfortunately, the story – the only story I could find because my LA Times number of uh, uh, articles I can read a month came up. But essentially, there's this Democratic – LA Democratic uh, activist named Ed Buck, super involved in that. He's an American
0: businessman, political activist, and political fundraiser. He began his career as a model and actor and made a significant amount of money running and selling the data service company Gopher Career.
1: Okay. I brought him up uh, like a year ago or whenever this first this story first surfaced because uh, there was this gay black prostitute that was found dead in his, uh, his apartment and it was a, it was a story. And the, the story was actually, at the time that I read it, it, was actually interesting because basically this little West Hollywood reporter was trying to report on it and like the, he kept getting railroaded. People were trying to protect them and stuff like that, right? That was what the original story was. But the reason I brought it up on Catching Up was I met him. I think now the second story has surfaced. I don't want to say who the person was that introduced me because he might be embarrassed. But a no. mutual friend knows him. <clears throat> okay. And the mutual friend doesn't live in California. Was visiting California and had like a little sort of like soiree to like say like, "Hey, I'm in California at a restaurant, right?"
2: Sure. And
1: so I met him there. Is A the friend from Miami. No, you're ta- you're thinking about the right person, but he's not from Miami. Okay, okay, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. You're thinking about the right person though. Um. And there was a little soiree, and um, so I met him there, right? And I don't remember why we were particularly introduced, but I just met him there, and whatever. Okay, that's what, and that's why I brought the story up last time on catching up. Well, then now a second black gay man has been found dead in his apartment, and now people are like, um, I think he's a murderer. <laughs> so, yeah, my question to you, Mike Lawson, there's another gay man who uh, dates people of color and murders them. What advice do you have for him in the future?
0: Well, the first time back in 2017, they found this guy who had died from a meth overdose. But the weird part was that there was like journals, right? Yeah. Where they said that Buck got him hooked on meth and had Mm -hmm. drugged him against his will. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of weird. I don't know. So now people are saying like, hey, if another black guy overdoses... Uh, in his house. This is a tweet from Jasmine Knick, who's mm-hmm. the reporter you were talking about. Yeah, I believe. No, of another young a reporter, but go ahead. If Another young black man overdoses or worse dies. This kind of there's blood on the hands of the L.A. district attorney for letting him get away with it the first time. Well, now there's a second time.
1: <laughs> yeah the original story i don't think it was a reporter i think the original story was about i think he used to be on the west hollywood city council or something he's involved in west hollywood politics and there was another politician in that circle who was like this is really weird about ed buck and then like, they, they, they kind of like kicked him out of west hollywood and that was what the story was about um but uh yeah so so what happens to him? Is he like? Well, the the, crim- the, now being now the attorney, investigated. Yeah, the, the the district attorney is now opening up a case and whatnot. And uh, yeah, but I, I, here's what's funny though, because they're, now they're giving all this praise to the reporter. And you know, actually, bravo to the reporter. because She actually did follow up. She met with the the victims' fam, the first victims' family, got those journals. She actually really followed through on it. But I'll be honest with you, when the first story came out, you were like, oh, this person totally Ed Buck totally killed this guy. I don't remember mm-hmm. what the details of the story were, but you're like, he totally, 100%. Because I think, and th- this doesn't come out, I think before the guy died, I'll have to, don't quote me on this, allegedly, according to Joe's memory. But if I remember from the first story, before the guy died, there had been a number of incidents where, like, the paramedics were had been called a few times to Ed Buck's apartment because people were OD'ing. Like this wasn't like the, the guy who the first guy who died, it wasn't the first time someone od in his place. This is the first time someone died, though. And so uh and I think this is why that West Hollywood either he worked somehow for the city of West Hollywood. I, I gotta find that old original story, but it was amazing. And when he started asking questions, people started shutting him down. Which I never understand. How does that I mean we we're seeing it right now in our government at the highest level but like when someone's clearly doing something wrong wh- why are there people out there to protect him like why aren't they saying like you know what i want to be on the right side of history what's your answer john arts is john arts still in the yeah he is john arts are uh, official show republican why are the republicans still i mean like now i know there's a big pivot here now they're like she he pivot. took the notes away from the interpreter you know
0: yeah uh and for those listening in the future, yeah. Maybe for those you listening should. in the future, the, what are you the, talking the, about? A
1: story just came out that Trump has been trying to sign with the interpreter who was there in the Putin meeting. Like all the more and more stuff comes out, and I just saw an article from because now the Democrats want to subpoena the interpreter. And I will say the article brought up legitimate points that people are worried about doing that because it sets a dangerous precedent. If you do that, it's been sort of even though it's totally legal to. Um, subpoena interpreter uh, they feel like oh well if you open up that door then anytime now there's an interpreter the, the uh, opposing party's going to uh, they've sort of been seen as untouchable and like objective people right but yeah. I think Trump's forcing our hand here to actually subpoena the interpreter right so I think I also think there's a plausible case to subpoena the interpreter right and then they they, they go to this Ted Cruz right line Ted Cruz from Texas and he's like oh this is very troubling but i don't think we should subpoena the interpreter i think we got to wait and get more information and i was i just texted this out of my like yeah you know how you get more information you subpoena the interpreter, the interpreter. yeah yeah <laughs> more information <laughs> that's how you get the more information Ugh, i hate people and ed buck go to hell and stop giving democrat i just saw fox news is run because of course fox news wants to talk about anything but what's going on so fox news is running with this ed buck story oh my god a democrat is killing black gay prostitutes oh
0: yeah. they love this they're going cra- apeshit shit about this anyway the pattern of this dude too he's like finding these young gay black men usually like homeless and hiv positive mm-hmm. who need money for food mm-hmm. and or whatever yeah. and a lot of them or not a lot of them not all of them mm-hmm. who kind of get into his like grips or even on drugs but once they meet him and start socializing with him they are so like that's a, a concern and there was um I'm looking in back from that original story when the first body was like still in the house, like they were investigating stuff. There was camera footage um, published on, I think, Fox 11 as LA. Mm-hmm. Um, but basically, while the dead body's still in the house, a second black man was seen kind of like attempting to buzz into the apartment while police are still there investigating oh, really? the first body. <clears throat> oh, yeah. my
1: goodness. By the way, yeah, hold on so, for a second. Did, I, I have to do an unusual step here. Everyone in the chat room, John Arts is a very nice man. Like, <laughs> I didn't want to start a fight in the chat room. He's a very nice man. He doesn't like Trump, by the way, FYI. He's not a big Trump supporter. He's a Republican who's not oh, yeah, a yeah. big supporter of Trump. So, yeah. Okay.
0: He's so, our Republican friend, so we throw jokes about Republicans his way a lot when we don't actually mean anything with him.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't, you don't need to fight with John Arts. Okay. Sorry. Go <laughs> ahead. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, but you, well, I here's, don't, I, here's the deal from the stories that I've read is that they're starting to think – I don't know how they I, – they, they, I think the, actually the reporter got a hold of this. He doesn't actually want to have sex with them. He's actually averse to sex. He he gets
0: off watching them shoot up drugs. That's interesting, man. Yeah. Um, I've been watching a lot of Criminal Minds, and mm-hmm. so – um, this kind of is right up that alley. I'm like obsessed with true crime podcast too. Mm-hmm. That's been a thing I've been getting into. So all of this is very interesting. Oh really. yeah.
1: This Keith Morrison must be all over this.
0: I don't know. Keith, who's Keith Morrison?
1: You don't know who Keith Morrison is? He's a guy from Dateline NBC and he does, those, he has that like, huh?
0: Uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> I do know who you're talking about. Yeah. Um, hey Joey, speaking of true crime. Yeah. Um, bathrooms here in San Francisco, man, get ready for this. Mm -hmm. Uh, It used to be restrooms are for customers only. Mm -hmm. Now this restroom is for app users. Only (laughs) a new breed of bathroom is catering to San Francisco's age old issue with public restroom horror shows, a secure access technology called good to go is now operating at a dozen San Francisco cafes, stores and restaurants using smartphones and QR codes to manage access to retailers, bathrooms. You might find this an elegant digital age take on the traditional restrooms are for customers only policy or a callous byproduct of income inequality. Uh, I'm curious what you're uh, about this. The gist of the story is just that, though, a lot of bathrooms or not a lot of bathrooms, a handful of bathrooms in the city and potentially more in the near future are using this app to sort of unlock the door where you need to kind of like download the app. And then you unlock the bathroom if it's unoccupied using the app. Um, there are the thing that the story doesn't really that kind of bear is buried in the story is that if you don't have a smartphone, uh, you can go like normal and like get the key, <clears throat> quote unquote, from the from whoever, mm-hmm. and they'll basically give you a little piece slip of paper that has a QR code on it that you then have to scan at the door. Mm-hmm. You know, and that unlocks it. And so it's not like it's inaccessible. It's just it's easier to access if you can also afford a smartphone. So I'm curious what your thoughts are on this. I'm
1: furious, and I'll tell you why. Yeah. I had this idea... Like two or oh, three years ago.
0: It's not worried that you're going, yeah. but go on.
1: <laughs> yeah. Where it was essentially like an Uber, but for going to the bathroom. Because I've been in this downtown oh, LA or been in wow. places where you want to go to the bathroom and you're like, oh, I can't go to the bathroom because there's nowhere to go to the bathroom, right? Yeah. And so the advantage would be like, if you have a bathroom people could use, right? But you don't want homeless people and all crazy people and drug addicts and in there, people would essentially pay like, and I would pay this, by the way, like $5 a month. Right. Sure. And you would get essentially, ha- I didn't think of the QR code because I'm not one of these tech people, but somehow that this app would tell you where you could use the bathroom. Right. And right. they, and then they would get paid, you know, for the number of scans, like, oh, well you got this many scan sure. with me, people use your bathroom, we'll pay you. And then you got to go to use the bathroom wherever you need to use the bathroom because you're part of this, you know, Uber club for bathrooms.
0: And that money then could pay for the loss of toilet paper and soap. Exactly. And exactly. So now I'm I'm mad
1: that someone has this idea that I would have never that I would have never used. I would have never done. I do have another. I do have another crazy great business idea, but I'm not going to say it on the air. Cause it's so good.
0: This feels a little bit like. Do you remember Grinder in the beginning? Mm-hmm. It was like, well, if you have Grinder, then you're probably okay. Like you can afford an iPhone. Remember when Grinder was only iPhone? Yes. And so it was like, well, you know, this is, this is very classist of me, but it's like the dude can at least afford an iPhone. Mm-hmm. And so, in, you know, back in the day when that was, when Grander was new, that was like, it said something about the person, right? Mm-hmm. And I think this is also very classist, but it's like, well, we want to see who you are and kind of what you're up to. Come get the key for the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Unless you have a smartphone, you can just go in and use it. You're fine. But anyone who doesn't, you know, those homeless, you know, creeps or those, even those those pores that kind of live around us. They need to come get the key from us. We want to check you out, and make sure you're not up to any any yeah. bad. Mm-hmm. But those of you with a phone, you're cool. I don't. Doesn't that feel a little bit weird to you? I want to say that, but I've been down because downtown LA has these like
1: not a many of them, but there's a few like um like big. I'm sure San Francisco has it too, but these almost like look like big gosh they're like i don't know how to explain it. like almost like they're more than phone booths like giant they're like a big oval right almost like a like a what you know remember they used to have like the places where that you could get your camera developed your photos developed or something they still yes. exist places that no one uses them
0: yeah they're like all dutch brothers now in phoenix oh like drive through coffee places oh
1: and- you know they're always locksmiths wherever i go <laughs> anyway i don't know why we
0: need a <laughs> drive through locksmith anyway the it was point- a big thing in la though there were a lot of like every grocery store had one of those in the parking lot.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. But anyway, they're about that size. But they're bathrooms, right? And they're for mm-hmm. the public. But you have to like, and and they're free. But you have to like wait. And it's like, I the one in L.A. Like you, it, the person never gets out. You know, they're either fucking or doing drugs because when they leave, it it yeah. it smells like or crack. showering or they're yeah. doing something, right?
0: Showering in the sink. Yeah,
1: yeah. So like, I'm like. <sighs> I don't know. I don't know what the problem. I don't know what the solution is, yeah. because like I'm, at a certain point you're like, well, I, I, I own a business. I can't have people coming here and wrecking my bathroom. It's like, what right. are people doing when they go to the bathroom? I go in some of these gross bathrooms. Like, what was going on?
0: Yeah. Why is there poop on the ceiling? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. I I understand the problem. I understand that we need a solution. I just want, this one gives me the kind of the creeps. That like, I like it. Having like you required access to a smartphone to use the bathroom in the same way as everyone else. Let's be Otherwise,
1: honest here, here's the, the, the problem with the assumption you're making
0: I think there are a lot of homeless people who have f- smartphones. I sure there are, do but you're requiring them to use data then to download this just to use the bathroom when a lot of them have limited access to data, which is a thing mm-hmm. for one, but also just like. Oh, and your smartphone has to be powered. All they want to do is go to the bathroom. Sometimes, well, frequently, they're choosing to use this public bathroom using the smartphone or doing it on the street. And I don't know. It just, it just, it's a barrier that feels weird to me. That's all. And I'm, I'm super liberal, and I want to give free. I'm very liberal to too. So here's my solution:
1: tax here's, dollars. Yeah. Here's my solution: we take all yeah. the homeless people, we build a camp, and we concentrate okay. the, all the homeless people in this one camp. And they just live uh, okay. there. There we go. That's my solution. I think everyone should like that. Okay. Um, Mike Lawson. <clears throat> yeah. Uh I don't know if you ever heard our theme song, right? I have, yeah. Yeah, in our theme song it says Uh, and don't forget there's Joe Batance griping about some twink romance. They always break his heart and run away.
0: Well, just I, a joke, though. That's not it, something that always happens.
1: It's not always something that always happens. No, 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 no. Yeah. Well, I have, I, have, I have news for everybody. Uh, my twink boyfriend and I have broken up. He broke up with me on Saturday. But I want to say this before I say anything, because people have been very kind and they've been checking in on me. Which I, I tried to do, right?
0: After yeah, yeah, you Before did. I kind yep. of celebrated <laughs> and told you I was glad. <laughs> before I celebrated, I yeah. did ask, how are you doing? Yeah. Uh, okay, good.
1: But uh, everyone should know I am totally 100% fine. Uh, it was something I always knew was going to happen, the age difference was too great between us. Yeah. We totally, we got... all knew,
0: yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: it's preaching to
1: the choir, Joe. Yeah. We, everyone totally, knew. we totally got along, everything was fine. And and I told people this privately, was I never thought it was going to work, but it was one of these things where i wanted i true this is this is really honest the the god's truth and i have receipts with all my friends i wanted him to do the, be the one to broke to break up with me because i felt i did not want to be the villain in his life story i yeah. wanted to be uh almost like um what's that horrible movie they call me by your name i wanted to have I, i've never seen that movie does it does it end with him having a positive impact on the boy's life
0: I don't know. Anyway, I never saw it.
1: I wanted to have, a like, I wanted to be like, oh, that was a, a, a nice thing that happened, right? Yeah. And so, uh, like, look, and, and here's how I've likened it. it. Did it sting? Yes, it stung when he broke up with me, right? But it felt like, and this is what I always uh, have told people over the weekend, it felt like when you have a job at a place you're not a right fit for and you know mm-hmm. it.
0: And so you're. That's looking, weird. I was thinking the same analogy, kind of. But I'll add when you're done. Okay. Like,
1: like you know you like oh I know it's a job I'm not right for, but I'll look. You know I'll, when I get another job comes along, I'll I'll take it. Uh, but then they fire you, and you're like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. And it had that sort of. I'm not going to lie though. Well, no, I'll, I'll tell you that. I'll, I'll save it for after breakfast.
0: I, have I almost feel that it's mm-hmm. more like a contract job mm-hmm. with an unspecified ending so you like we're working there you knew, yeah. you know it's paying the bills mm-hmm. maybe not as much as you thought it should pay but it's mm-hmm. paying the bills yeah you're getting needs met but you know that there is an expiration date mm-hmm. and the expiration date just hit and you know you knew it was gonna end yeah you're not super mad or sad mm-hmm. that it's ended mm-hmm. but it still ended and you know there's some grief yeah and, and, and he sent me the sweetest
1: text message afterwards like the sweetest the, the, the text message i would have dreamt of getting right so yeah. it ended everyone who knows at the beginning i always said i was trying to guide this to a soft landing and yeah. to be honest with you this was the soft landing you know that okay. that uh i kind of wanted so i'm i'm really i like like i'm really happy for him and i'm and look here's the other thing too Let's, let's be honest. I've been on the uh, Xanax, no, no, Zoloft for like six months. I gotta tell you, I not to push this drug. And then, by the way, all these drugs work differently for different people. For me, this Zoloft Babe. is such a miracle drug. It's like it's like I'm like Teflon. I'm like emotional Teflon. Like I feel things, but then it slides right off of me. Uh, I was sad on Saturday, and then Saturday night I went to sleep, woke up, and I was ninety five percent normal. And I, do I sound abnormal today?
0: No, No. but you're seeing a professional, right? Cause like not dealing with kind of that shit and just being like, I'm good is not. Yeah, 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 yeah. No,
1: I admit I'm sad. Uh, I'll, I'll share some more uh, after breakfast. (laughs) I wrote, wrote, thank you, Joe, in the the chat room. Um, I'll share some more after breakfast, but, um, uh, but no, I'm, I'm good. Like, this is not like, here's the other thing too. This is not anything like Cameron. Right? Like Cameron was so much more emotionally involved. I would say the dangerous thing, actually, and this is not, this is even sounding more exaggerated than it is. The dangerous thing isn't like, oh, I'm pining for this person, you know? It's more like, I'm like, oh, this has ended things. Two things have happened. I'm like, oh, remember that person I was talking about last week? I'm like, what's going on with that situation, right? And it's actually made me very more. I've been thinking more about Cameron than the other person. No, no, no. And that even sounds exaggerating. I'm I'm just saying, like, if there's any concern, it's not like, oh, Joe's broken up about Aiden. It's like, oh, no, Joe, Aiden broke up with Joe. What's he going to do with Cameron now? Does that make sense? So that's not going to happen. I already made a pledge to Sweet Michael that, oh, I made two pledges to Sweet Michael. Actually, pledge number one to Sweet Michael is that, uh, if if I even remotely think of communicating with Cameron in any kind of way, I will go to him first. Great. Okay. Pledge number two is I will never date anyone younger than Sweet Michael. Great. By the way, (laughs) the lowest
0: bar you've ever put up. (laughs) Cameron is three
1: days. Cameron is three days older than Sweet Michael. So Cameron's still in play. But um, yeah, I will never date anyone younger than Sweet Michael. That's the new pledge.
0: I... Look, I, I, so I have control issues and I'm trying to get better as an adult. I'm trying to get better at kind of like allowing things to happen that I, that really have no effect on my life. Mm -hmm. And I've never, I never loved you and Aiden kind of like what was, what that was. Mm -hmm. It felt very superficial and not real. Mm -hmm. And it was, you're right. And I'm sure you were getting some sort of emotional need met, but I felt like that was costing you so much of like what you have to give was like all wrapped up in this thing that was getting some of your needs met, but I don't feel that all of them were met. Uh I would love to see you find some sort of like traditional relationship. And I know that that's kind of like heteronormative and like, Mm -hmm. I'm not saying I want you to find a husband and, Mm -hmm. you know, marry and get a house and all that, but like. Maybe someone who lives near you that you can, like, <laughs> see every once in a while. Yeah, that would be a good thing. You're right.
1: Well, that's why, you know, I'm not – look, look okay, okay, we'll talk – you know, let's talk about this, actually, because this
0: person never listens. Aiden's more likely to hear this than than Danny. Uh, I would love to see – by the way, I found Danny on Facebook after we talked about him. I would love to see you at least, like, well, no, so hook up with Danny no, no, or, no, like, Here's something. Here's a something. deal. Here's the deal. I'm
1: kind of feeling the Danny thing, really, even from him, right? Yeah. Um, But this but this comes back to – so everyone should know this guy, Danny, right? And Danny and I, I would never, Old friend. Old friend.
0: Old, old friend. Test prep
1: company. Yeah. We yeah. Of- and he's very in my – how old are you, Mike Lawson? 37. Oh, he's older than Mike Lawson, right? He was just his birthday. Ish, ish right? Like a year or two. Two years older, yeah. Okay. So So um, – I'd even be dating someone older than Mike Lawson if I dated him. But um, I've just sort of been feeling it. And he and I had spoken a couple of times. And it just sort of feels good, you know? Like, it's, it's, there's nothing there. But I would say, like, not even joking, probably 20 years ago, almost 20 years ago, he and I – I would use a term, like, flirted hard, right? Yeah. I wouldn't even see the term dated. We flirted hard, right? And I know – but here's the deal. Oh, I would be maybe we should say you know what I'll say this for after breakfast. It's not scandalous, but it would be really devastating if you ever heard what I have to say, right? So why okay. don't you have after breakfast? But like, but uh, I I I think that there's possibility
0: there. I think there's possibility there, and I'm actually kind of excited about that. I support that wholeheartedly. I feel that it's healthier than what was going on with Aiden, and I'm not saying that what you had going on with Aiden was like completely unhealthy. But mm-hmm. I think there were like unhealthy parts about it that any. You know, half assed therapist would have pointed out. And well,
1: but no, you know what's funny is about. what's funny is I took this Aiden thing to my therapist and to men's group. I was thinking at the very beginning, oh, they're gonna they're gonna tell me how dumb I am, they're gonna tell me why. The therapist and the men's group were one hundred percent behind it. They loved him.
0: Yeah, but this is avocados. This is so Steve, remember my ex Steve? Who's he that? was like, I just he ate <laughs> an avocado every morning. Okay. And he was like, hmm, I just read an article that avocados are high in fat and bad for you. And Mm -hmm. I was like, yeah, but if you're substituting avocado for a bagel or a donut, you're good, man. Mm -hmm. And yeah, there's high fat in avocados and whatever. And yeah, Aiden is good for you for X, Y, and Z. But like, what's it substituting? What are you not getting because you're eating that avocado every morning? Mm Do you know what I mean? Like, what are you? I I just worry about that. I think we're going after breakfast territory. Okay, cool. Let, let, well, me put, let me
1: put, let me say this. Let me say this. Aiden may listen. Aiden, I love you. I had a great time. I wish you nothing but the best. I truly do. Right. I wish you nothing but the best, and uh, I was happy the whole time.
0: Never mind. I'll find someone
2: like you. <laughs> also, someone who's I, I at mean, least
0: five years in your age range. <laughs> anything I have to say about Aiden, by the way, is like out of concern for my friend Joe, and I have nothing bad to say about the dude either. So Mm -hmm. like if any I I mean, potentially he could hear this and I would hate for him to think that I have anything Mm -hmm. other than good feelings about him, because it Mm -hmm. this has nothing to do with him really. We'll talk about it after breakfast. Cool. Actually Joey, I wanted to talk a little bit about I guess dating. Well, I'm curious to see where you go with this Mm -hmm. uh in your life. But I, since I talked to you last, I have deleted every gay app on my phone.
1: Wow. So I deleted so Grinder. We're set on Brian. App,
0: no. Oh. And Tinder and the Bravo, <laughs> TV, the Bravo app. TV app. Bravo TV app? What? I'm just kidding. Oh. I just said every gay app so <laughs> yeah, I was like okay. trying to think of other ones. Dating <laughs> section? So I've deleted them all from my phone. It actually has nothing to do with Brian. So like mm-hmm. him and I are hanging out but I don't know if I'm feeling like anything more than, like, I would love to just kind of keep it what we're doing right now, occasionally watching Hulu together and mm-hmm. making out. Mm-hmm. I'd like to do that, but nothing really more. Is Hulu another
1: Filipino boy that you bring over to the house and he yeah. hooks up with you guys? Oh, okay.
0: He dances for us. Yeah, he dances. the Hulu dances the hula? Uh-huh. So, the I, so I've, deleted, missing. Yeah. I've deleted all the apps, mm-hmm. and you know this, but let me explain it to the straights listening. When you delete these apps, it doesn't delete your account. No. I didn't go that far. No. So, like, I could potentially still be getting Tinder messages.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Grinder. I'm just ignoring any message that came in. Mm-hmm. You know, if I don't sign on, I don't show up in people's feeds. So, I'm probably not getting tons of messages there. Mm-hmm. Um, But I could potentially be getting messages. Do you think I didn't delete the accounts because I'm thinking I'll go back someday? Yeah. It's such a drug, right? It is, but it's it's a drug that, I at least me personally, I easily get over. Are you going back to the apps now that you are single, ready to mingle? No. Never? No. I have Uh, no desire. Have you downloaded any of the apps? None. Will you tell us if you do?
1: I would, yeah. I've done it before on the show. Yeah. I mean, the first half of this show, like the first year or two of the show was us going on different... um, scruff dates and stuff like that
0: okay so i'm just saying when you do download the apps yeah will you make the pledge to promise or will you make the pledge to tell us about it
1: yeah that, the, i'm not gonna I'm certain I, here,
0: you're going to here's
1: the deal the only reason i used to go to the apps was for content for the show so like why would i not that's the, that's the that's the second best thing about the apps remember there was True. the ambulance driver that was so fucking hot and it was so weird Oh, yeah. remember, the, remember the boy from Claremont McKenna, who this, he was right after Cameron. He was right after Cameron. He was nineteen, and he no. was the one. Like, okay, Cameron used to do this thing to gross me out, and it worked. Right, where he would be like, "Thank you, Daddy," right, and I'm like, Ugh, yeah. Ugh, right." This fucking kid. I remember he had a beard and everything. He was like a lumberjack, and he was so hot. He was so hot, and he was like uh, nineteen. His his dad and his mom had a May-December romance, so he was into it, right? And um, he liked, like, chubs and bears, okay? And he was so fucking hot. And remember, he was the one that, remember, okay, remember he was a second year at Claremont McKenna? And I said, oh, you're a sophomore? And he goes, um, we don't really like labels. So it's <laughs> a sophomore, I'm, I'm a second year. And I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, we're not doing this. Yeah. Okay. Second years a label, by the way, buddy. Yeah. yeah. So um anyway, that guy, he was great. And he well, he used to call me daddy and I was into it.
0: Yuck. Ugh. I'm that's something I can't get into. I,
1: I usually he just did it in such no one else could. If anybody else ever could, there's two people who can do it. That guy and then Evan Ayers does it as a joke and it's funny, right?
0: But he calls Yeah, but he's Zach. not doing it while his no. like, tongue is
1: in your mouth. No, no, God, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Uh, wait, hold on for a second. Yeah, this is one time I'm actually going to use a RuPaul's Drag Race sound drop just because you said that. Oh Jesus, gross. Um, no, no. He, but I will say for people who do wa- listen to Drag Race recap, he has been so nice. He wrote me a text message today saying, "I love you. I hope
0: you're doing well."
1: Okay. By the way, I can't do the room meal today.
0: Anyway, the episode you guys just published of RuPaul's Drag Race. If we could do a quick commercial for that, mm-hmm. drag this is it DragRaceRecap.com. The most recent episode they did like a roast of Joe Batan's. It was mm-hmm. so funny. I was in the kitchen kind of like doing meal prep and I was had headphones in as I was listening. I was I'll laughing out what. loud.
1: You know, we'll take a break when we when we finish the episode, we'll take a break from um the uh we'll take a break and then I'll play the roast. I think
0: it's okay, like, and I think it's a like couple eight. minutes. It's not think, super long. Yeah, it's
1: eight minutes. Cool. Yeah. So we'll take a break and after the after the show. Anyway, go ahead, Mike Lawson.
0: Um, that's it. So, I have no apps. Uh, it's weird and it's making it very apparent what these apps were kind of giving me. And it was not real human interaction, it was distraction. You know, my brain would, I can't sit and just watch a TV show. I have to be Uh looking at something, I have to be doing something.
1: I will say, if you don't, if you're not a person who's like either straight and you don't use these apps. I'm not. No, no, I shouldn't say that. Straight and married, or something. There's no reason. If, let me put it. If you're in a position where you don't use these apps and never have, I'm going to tell you something, and you'll agree. The, there is no better waster of time than these apps. I would remember no. I would like start using it be like ten in the morning and I'd be like, oh my god, it's five p.m. Like what happened?
0: Yeah. It's like a slot machine. It, it's a very similar sort of psychology of slots. Like yeah. Um. I I just find myself like swiping, 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 yeah. mm-hmm. swiping and like passing judgment too. like here's a photo oh uh, bad mustache uh, weird shoes uh. Why? why is his hair like that just like judgmental empty 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 emotion i just hate it mm-hmm. so i've deleted them give me a week they'll be back but that's where i'm at right now so who's you-
1: who's in who's in your who's in your universe right now who's spinning in your in your sphere of experience like brian
0: yeah, so Brian and I haven't had sex, mm-hmm. but that's kind of after tea stuff. Okay. Ow. Are you so okay? Brian and I, that's it really, to be honest. There's a couple oh, of folks that I'm like chatting with here and there, but like. what? Okay. We'll, we'll get into that in after tea. We'll get into that after tea. Okay. There's, there's a lot of questions people have questions about, and I don't want to hurt Steve's feelings. <laughs> Stephen never listens, and if he does, is probably on his own. You know, like, Steve's doing his own life, too. I don't think that that would hurt his feelings, but I got you. Mm-hmm. Do you have any other stories you wanted to share? No, that's everything. What do you got going on next week? Well, work. Um, It's going to get busy. I am finally training the dude that's going to replace me in my old job. That starts this week.
1: Is this I'm the sure dude that, you had, that,
0: that like, you had ignored on the dating apps or something? No, 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 no. Okay. That was months ago. Okay, go ahead um but there are stories about this dude after breakfast tea is coming oh, gosh. um that's all okay. i, I had to go to the bathroom what's going up with you um <laughs> uh, this
1: week when mercedes sent me a text message that she she thinks i'm coming over to her house tonight Um uh, that'll be fun <laughs> no but it's gonna be i'm, just, I'm such an old man it's going to be like raining really hard here all week. I don't think I'm going to go all the way to Malibu in the rain and the mud. Yeah, slides. it's
0: raining here too. Yeah. All and, week.
1: and my car is this is, I mean, this is not a story. I'm sure it'll be a story when I'm done, but my car is on its last leg. So I'm going to be shopping for a new car this week and next week. So I'm going to tell her, fun. like, I don't know. I trust my car in the rain. Um, yeah. So uh, anyway.
0: Um In the chat, Big Fatty also pointed out Big Brother starts on the 21st, I believe. Celebrity Big Brother. I know. I already heard from Alex Lefebvre. Uh,
1: Big Fatty has a show called But First. It's a podcast where they uh, recap Big Brother and uh, piano player of the show Alex Lefebvre. I think we'll be a frequent guest on that show. So you can go check that out. Uh, uh, download But First wherever you get your podcast. Is there like a, a website, Big Fatty, that we can plug here for, for all the Big Brother fans out there? Um, uh, I don't, I don't, how long do we wait before he gives it to
0: us? I have to go to the bathroom, so I'm going to actually go and I'll catch up with you later, Joe. Okay, I'm going I'm <laughs> gonna,
1: gonna to play the outro. Well, then you, uh, go to hell, Mike, and I'm going to play the outro and we'll see you after the roast.
0: All right. Nice to up with you, Joe. Go to hell.